welcome to the CND Podcast. I'm Naomi McAllachand and I'm the Clinical and Custom Content Editor. Today I'm going to be speaking to Thorne Govind, who is a pharmacist based in the northwest of England. Today we're going to be talking about the use of social media, how pharmacy teams can use these platforms positively and what they should consider before posting from their own personal accounts. First of all, I wanted to ask you, Soren, what are the platforms that pharmacists and pharmacy teams are currently using at the minute? So it tends to be Twitter, Facebook, some groups are using Telegram. LinkedIn is really fantastic because it's a great way of connecting with people and messaging them. So there are really quite a few platforms which people are using. And I'm just seeing so many fantastic posts about the work that we've been doing, particularly over covid And I think it's been really beneficial for us to almost feel like we're in it together. It's been a very difficult year. So I've certainly felt connected when people have been sharing posts about being involved in vaccinations, being involved in CPCS services. So I think there's just so much that we have to gain from using social media. Yeah, and I think we've definitely seen lots of positives over the last year with regards to everyone feeling like they're in it together. And in your opinion, what are the benefits of using social media? As we know, healthcare professionals, um, people want to know and are interested in the work that they do. And I think it's a really positive way of promoting public health messaging. At the moment, we've been promoting the uptake of vaccinations. So I think it's a really powerful way of connecting with patients, but it needs to be done in the right way. And also, it's a way of connecting with other pharmacists, for example. And it's a great way sometimes when we can feel professionally a little bit isolated sometimes if you think you know from a community pharmacy perspective where you may not be meeting other pharmacists on a day-to-day basis but it's a it's a great way of connecting with other people and sharing discussions about maybe some of the challenges but also the positives that you encounter but I think it also just needs to be uh, you know a way that we can also share with each other about the fantastic profession as we know pharmacy's never been I wouldn't say that good at shouting about what it does but I think we're getting much better at that and I think social media is playing into that. On that then, how do you think we can use social media in the best way to support mutual learning with peer support? Well, there's obviously a range of social media platforms from things like Facebook, where probably most people may have family on there or, you know, Facebook, they might have started off with friends from college. Um, and then there's Twitter, which is obviously open access and you can connect with a number of different people. I found Twitter, for example, has been really useful in connecting me with regards to my career. I've had my pre-reg offer came via Twitter. So I think there are a range of different ways that we can use it in a positive manner. We can engage with charities and support health charities and support the work that they're doing, public health messaging. There's just so many ways that social media opens up sort of the the bubble around us and, and makes us able to access differing points of view and also wider information but that does obviously come at a price too and we've got to be very careful with with what we're reading and that we're you know we're being critical and we're verifying what we read as well. Yeah and, and on that then can we talk a bit more about the negative aspects of social media so you know things about like myths and, and other things what can you tell me about that? Well I think in terms of, of social media use for, for the most part I think 
there is professionalism demonstrated, though I do think you need to be careful because I truly don't think that anything that goes online is anonymous or cannot be traced back to anyone. I think there are definitely ways if a means of tracing things back. So I think people need to be careful that the wider public can see messages that go out there. So about the pharmacy profession, for example. So if we are seen to be very negative about the profession, if we are seen to be being negative towards individuals, that doesn't reflect badly on us as a profession. It doesn't reflect well on us as as individuals. Some people don't have private profiles on some of these sites. So even patients can see what they're writing. Not that I particularly think that having a private profile particularly protects you because there's, you know, screenshots and, and everything. So I think there's just something about being very mindful of what you're putting out there. We're seeing this with organizations as well. It's very easy to, you know, load up Twitter and think I'll have a rant at a person or an organization because you can just access it very easily. There's nothing to stop you. There's no second check on your tweets or anything like that. And I think to me personally, I, I think it's really important to raise things through the right channels. So if you've got an issue with an organization, you should contact them directly through their email, through their website and go that way. And then it may be appropriate that, you know, you challenge them publicly using social media, but you've got to be mindful that, you know, you've got to maintain proper professional boundaries and and sometimes if you're very persistent it can also come across quite quite negatively if if you're unwilling to listen or engage with people and organizations as well yeah and if we're thinking about pharmacy teams who are using social media their own personal accounts you know do you think there should be training from the from the pharmacy or from their from their different companies about how they should use it what do you think about that I think there will be a social media policy in most places of work. So I think that's a good starting point. It depends if they are using it in a professional capacity. So if they're labelling where they work, labelling their role, I think that's something that the company needs to be mindful of. But even so, even if you are using social media in a private capacity, if you're saying, you know, you're a pharmacist, then you are putting yourself out there for potentially a tweet to be screenshotted and sent to the GPHC. And even if you aren't, there are ways of finding out who are pharmacists and who aren't, obviously, on social media. So I think there is a part to play for companies, for organisations to make sure that they are thinking about training in this area. I think people need to think about what they want to use social media for are they just going on it to have a rant is is that a professional thing to do we are in in a sense regulated in our personal lives as well as as healthcare professionals and we've got a real duty to make sure that we're not putting the profession in disrepute so i think people really need to be mindful do you think these platforms could also be used effectively to promote pharmacy services or even promote the pharmacy that people are working in Absolutely. I mean, for over 10 years now, I've been using uh, Twitter and other social media platforms to talk about pharmacy and the the great work that we do. 
I think I'm seeing more and more companies engaging with social media. I remember when I first started and there was very little use by companies and now they're seeing the real benefits of advertising things like travel clinics via social media, advertising the whole host of services available. And I think if we are going to think about pharmacy now, we're moving into an even more of a digital age with everything, not just in pharmacy. I think you've really got to adapt and be where your patients are, be where your potential clients are. So Absolutely. I think it's really important that we are using social media, but using it in a positive way, you know, enacting professionally and treating people with with respect when we use it. And I think if we do that, if we're engaging and we're posting out positive things, I think that's only going to be beneficial for the profession. And there's so many times I, I've had comments back. In fact, very recently, I, I popped on a podcast, which was about mental health. And I got a tweet back saying, oh, you know, I never realized that a pharmacist was involved in, in that sort of work. So I just think there's just so much scope for us as healthcare professionals to really step out from the pharmacy, step out from the counter and be really visible and present as well. Yeah. And you mentioned there that, you know, you've been using Twitter for over 10 years. So I know maybe some people might be quite new to the platform and they don't know how to use it. Do you have any advice on how people can practice using social media or, or what they can do? I know there, there might be like company training, but, you know, in their own personal day to day lives, what can they do to kind of improve their their use of social media? Well, I would say listening is a big part. So I would follow accounts maybe within the profession, such as the RPS, the MPA, the PDA, national organisations, find out what they're up to. You can see who's engaging with their tweets and their social media, and maybe they'd be good people to follow and find out more about what they're doing. So it's a good way of connecting with other healthcare professionals. And I would also say, I think it's really important to think, do I want to post this? So if you're not sure, just leave it a minute, leave it an hour, you know, save it in your drafts and and have a think about it. And then, I mean, the rule I always go with is, you know, would I be happy for my employer to see this? Would I be happy for my, uh, you know, for my family to see this? That sort of thing's a good gauge. Would I be happy for the GPHC to see this? Or would I be happy for a court of law to see this? And I think, um, I don't want to scare people, but I think if you're engaging in, in a positive manner, then I think that that's the best way to go. And and just not getting drawn into, you know, negative, unconstructive discussions because it's there to stay. I mean, we can delete uh, tweets and things, but as I say, people can screenshot things. So I think the best way is really to engage in a positive manner and, and just share what you're doing, but also um, be mindful of patient confidentiality. And I'm mindful to say, try not to share too much that might make you, um, you know, identifiable because obviously you've got a, a personal safety risk as well there. Okay, and just, you know, to, to end off, do you have any other final advice for um, pharmacy teams using social media? So I would really encourage pharmacy teams and pharmacists to keep using social media and sharing the fantastic work that pharmacists and pharmacy teams do. So please keep doing what you're doing. You're all doing a fantastic job. And I know it's been really difficult over this year, but I really hope that we take the positives that have come out of this year in terms of us all engaging with each other a little bit more. And I think let's keep acting professionally and treating each other with respect on social media. And I really look forward to hearing from some of you as well. So you can follow me on Twitter at Farm Thorin. I'd love to hear from you. And also you can follow Chemist and Druggist on Twitter. So a great way to connect. And I look forward to speaking to some of you after this podcast. 
That was Darren Govind, a pharmacist based in the northwest of England, talking about how we can use social media platforms in a positive manner as a pharmacy team. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to CND Podcasts on SoundCloud or your preferred app. Thank you for listening. <laughs>